Mike's Daily Podcast. Well, it's good to be here. It's episode 2,592. Mike's Daily Podcast. 20-foo, 90-foo, how are you? It's good to hear from you. It's very, 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 very cool. It's also what you would call Mike's Daily Podcast. It's somewhere in Podcastro Valley 10. And coming up with these rhymes took me no time at all because it was pretty fast. And the show is called Mike's Daily Podcast. Cafe Anyway is where we are, somewhere in Podcastro Valley 10, the last place on earth. I have so much difficulty Mike's trying to explain Daily this podcast to people. Podcast. They are like, what? Well, what's your... Yeah! What? What, what, what? Should I listen to it? I don't know. I'm so used to not listening to podcasts, say a lot of people. I just listen to the radio or music, or I listen to my favorite album over and over again on cassette. Wait, what? There's no such thing as those. Those are gone, those things, cassettes. Huh? Oh, yeah, no, I listen to the Spotify Hey, we're on Spotify, by the way. If you didn't know, Mike's Daily Podcast, you can look it up and it's there. Actually, there's, and it comes from a couple of different places. So, but yes, you can find, just look for the logo. The one with the, the bluish background, the light blue, like a sky type blue. And the last podcast picture was of a beautiful spot in Castro Valley, Pod Castro Valley, that I, I took the picture on Tuesday, and I think I posted the podcast on Tuesday. I have not been podcasting this week because of various things. The podcast picture last time, it is so green, the hills of Pod Castro Valley. It's so wonderful. And we are... Gosh, and the picture before that was also a Podcaster Valley Green Hills picture. Well, and here's today's podcast picture. It'll probably be another Green Hills picture. I'm looking out and seeing all kinds of. I can see where I. I'm looking through the cafe anyway window here, and I can see Mount Diablo, and it is oh so green as well. So how long is that going to last? I don't know. Cafe, I don't know. Cafe anyway. It usually starts to get browner. Browner Hills, a, a golden, the golden hills of the golden state uh, around May, it'll start. So we'll see. But see that picture at mikesdailypodcast.com. It's my website and I pay for it. And here's the late great Basil the Boxer who, oh, by the way, so my neighbor has a younger dog who barked the whole time that he was gone. He, he left sometime in the afternoon. It was early in the afternoon. I remember because I was trying to take a nap and the dog was barking away. And then he finally got, I knew the dog, I knew he was home because the dog stopped, finally stopped barking. He was barking incessantly. The owner just keeps the dog in his kitchen. Doesn't let him go in the backyard, I guess, when he's gone, which is wrong. Get that fixed. Dogs should be allowed to be in the backyard. If if you have holes in your fence, that needs to be fixed. I mean, yes, I guess there are some backyards that are not too safe for dogs, but that should be somehow fixed because dogs love to be in the backyard and run around and dig up stuff and 
that kind of thing. But apparently, he so that was my neighbors <laughs> with the bark, and they've got this other dog who's got this great par- bark that I enjoy so much. But this newer one, it's like a, it sounds like a hyena, kind of like a, <laughs> like oh no, no thank you. Wow, this podcast took a bizarre turn. And the last podcast was called Submarine because we were talking about how on that day it was National Submarine Day. Well, today is not that. It is National Wear Your Pajamas to Work Day. Now, I work in radio and there's one guy who likes to show up in... Okay, first off, first off... I don't know if that is an expression anybody uses. It Firstly, I like to say first off, first off the bat, I would like to say that anyone wearing a shirt that says Marvel or has a symbol of Captain America. And okay, I do have one shirt that's got the Hulk on the front, but I got it as a promotional freebie that was given to me at a radio station in Alabama. When the Edward Norton Hulk movie came out And they're like The promotions guy at work Say hey you want a shirt What's your size And I, So I have that shirt And there Oh and I also at Around the same time The movie Hancock came out So I have a shirt from that too And also the Love Guru Which I don't know why I said that out loud But yes And The Drummer All those movies came out In the same year and the promotions guy was giving me all these shirts for all these horrible movies that were out that year. Anyway, Cafe, anyway, if you go out and purchase a shirt that says Marvel on it and you're over 30, come on. Really, stop. Just mature up a little bit, please. The, the company doesn't need any more money. And... I don't think there's a single movie in recent memory that I like that came from them. How about Star Wars? Not a fan, but some people love the TV series. So this one guy shows up in his pajamas and one of them is kind of like a pajama. He's either wearing, actually he does Star Wars pajamas too, where he dresses up like Chewbacca, I think. He shows up to work in that. He also shows up to work in like a pajama. Like, it looks like he's wearing underoos. Thank goodness they're not underoos. But yeah, today would have been perfect for him. National Wear Your Pajamas to Work Day. It's also National Eggs Benedict Day. Probably not the healthiest meal. There's eggs. That's cholesterol, right? There's, I mean, there's protein in it, but they say to limit how many eggs you eat. And then there's the hollandaise sauce, which I believe has a bunch of, what the heck is in there? I know it's not the healthiest that either. I guess you could make sort of a healthier hollandaise sauce. Mustard's in it, isn't it? What what in the world is that about? It's also National Healthcare Decisions Day. Hey, every day's National Healthcare Decisions. We're constantly, every day, making decisions that affects our health. 
but that's probably what that <laughs> does not mean that at all. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth. National Orchid Day, that makes sense. Lots of orchids are blooming this time of year. National Bean Counter Day. <laughs> because, yes, that refers to someone who looks and does the counting, takes inventory, as we say. And it's important to take inventory of your money, of what you are spending money on, like stupid things like Marvel t-shirts or pajamas, Marvel Star Wars pajamas, or whatever. If you, The worst thing they say now is the recurring payment. It's so easy. Oh, the auto pay. I'll just press that button. That way I don't have to worry about it anymore. Well... What if they increase what they're charging you every month and you don't know about it? Or what if you don't even use that service anymore and they're still charging you for it? My lovely lady friend that has auto pay set up, you have to do auto pay for Netflix. And we never watch Netflix. I think the last time, I mean, we, we can't find anything good on it. Oh, Mike, but Stranger Things, that's the best show ever. Well, we watch a lot of Amazon Prime and Acorn TV through that. We're watching the show called Endeavor. It is a prequel to the show Inspector Morse. And it, the first four seasons are pretty good. We've just started the fifth season and it's nah. It does that thing where... They reshuffled every. They blew up the whole original premise of the show And scattered all the characters The main characters to different positions Different roles And now The characters are having to deal with They're, they're all They've all been taken down a peg So there are these people above them That are constantly So they're trying to solve murders and then they're dealing with these people above them that are constantly kicking them in the face, basically. Oh, it's getting old fast. After two episodes, we were like, nah, that's uh, okay. I guess we'll stick with it a little bit longer, but no. And that's basically what today is. Now, it's probably not April 16th when you're listening to this, but there you go. That's that. I would like to talk about a interesting, and we're going to get to the segment called Let's Go Back with Matthews, where we'll take a look back to when radio was good, when radio announcers were creative and fun, versus nowadays where they're all voice tracked, or they're all AI, or they're told not to talk. I had one boss back in 2009. 2007 He said uh, Only talk 8 seconds Well I, But you want me to also promote this thing That the radio station is doing How I wanted, How how? No 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 Only 8 seconds Because people They have an attention span of a gnat This is in 2007 The, the, the attention span of a gnat Must have been like The What's that book That's really long uh, not Law and Order Not Death and Taxes 
Not Is it War and the Roses? War and Peace Thank you It must be as long as that now Well I mean The attention span was as long as that then Now it's super short Because we live in a TikTok culture Where people They swipe when as soon as they don't like something They swipe And people That's a bad habit People should not indulge But That was what he told me Eight seconds People only listen for eight seconds Now there are a lot of people in radio That think they know That they think they know it all In fact I would like to read you something This guy I'm not going to say his name But he sends this to this one radio station That I work for He sends this to all of his affiliates Basically All the stations that carry a show That he has on the radio And apparently he thinks he's a guru He thinks he knows everything There is to know about radio And he's he's the smartest one in the room So he said this There's a financial talk show On a small AM radio station Where I live Yep I listen from time to time Because they don't Because please Wait I listen from time to time But please don't tell anybody He says It's terrible radio But the guys are really smart They cough a lot Have lots of room noise And give insightful advice That's a bizarre sentence But the fact is (laughs) If I may interject Somewhere along the line In podcasting You hear this all the time And on a lot of talk radio now It became okay to cough on the air Cough or clear your throat Two of the worst things you might as well have just screamed out a profanity word Nobody wants to hear that Why do people do that? It's become de rigueur Everybody's doing it I can't stand what? And it's always younger people Here's the other thing I can't stand This is welcome to the Mike's can't stand section of his show Is Millennials and Gen Zers And some Gen Xers who hang around A lot of Millennials and Gen Zers Say the word right They are saying a statement They are saying a sentence And they throw in the sentence Like right At the end Oh I could basically play any NPR podcast And you'll hear it You know what I'm talking about Anybody who says that I want you to Completely believe this This is The truth This is the law It's not a theory It's law Anybody that uses the word Right in a sentence Unless they're talking about I made a right turn Or that person's a little bit Hanging out on the right side Of things Or here's my right hand Or any of that No but if they throw right In there somewhere They are basically They have no Let me back up They have Insecurity in what they are saying In that sentence Where they are using the word right They are saying something That they don't entirely believe And that right Is a way of Couching what they're saying To build up a little ego Like oops I might be saying something That's not completely Mm, on the level Right Baloney There you go 
And I hear it all the time on NPR. And here's why I hear it all the time on NPR is because NPR hires young people. They hire people too young. It's okay to hire young people, but when they're just out of the college of the university system and you're grabbing them because there's some young bright thing right God. they don't know they've got loads of insecurity and they don't believe everything they're saying they're just reading stuff from the research they got from stuff they pulled off the internet they don't believe it maybe 100% so they say right in there and you hear it all the time all the time and when you're listening to something you pick up on this stuff. When you're watching it on TV, you may be distracted by how they look, what the nice outfit is they're wearing, whatever, the nice graphic that the TV station is putting on because nowadays graphics are fine-tuned to completely grab your eyeballs, colors, texture, graphics are made to look in, in a way to completely draw your attention. Those little graphics they do It's all about grabbing your eyeballs That's what they need That's what they want That's what they're pleading for Begging for It. If they don't They don't have a bottom line And they gotta You know The bottom line is all messed up And they have to Fire people Now back in my day It was You know Or Like Those were your Couch words Your Words To, to get uh, Affirmation because you didn't have a comp- complete secure delivery there. You were showing a little bit of insecurity by saying like. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of like, the, you know, like uh, we call them crutch words. And also when people are saying it's a little bit, it's sort of where you're saying things. You know, people kind of, you know, that's another one, you know. You know, people are kind of a little bit, sort of, all those are, are couch words that are saying, no, I don't believe 100% what I'm saying. I'm not delivering it to you with my full, vast, secure, solid foundation delivery. Right? So there you go. I, I'm, I'm picking up on it all the time. And it's really uh, been a, what do you call it, uh, and of course, the always, there's been the uh. People say uh, <laughs> it means they don't know where they're going next, and they're feeling insecure. And you can't trust exactly what they're saying 100%, because they're not giving you 100%. So what this guy was saying was that these people cough, which I told you I don't like, And they have lots of room noise. That's the other thing you hear too much of on podcasts and talk radio, especially on NPR. Right now, you are hearing the room noise you are hearing. Well, we're outside, so we're not in a room. You're hearing the wind. You're hearing the birds. It's beautiful out here. But if I were to kill that noise, which I'm not going to do at the moment, but if you were, you would not hear any room noise at all because this microphone is really, really good. And I am talking into it with my 30 plus years of experience of how you're supposed to talk into microphones. I'm not like those idiots. I used like there. I'm not 
Oh, but I, I was using that correctly. I am not such as those folk that stand 15 feet away from the microphone in their laptops. And all you hear is all this echo, echo, like I'm in a shower stall booth room. So this is why am I going on this tangent? I might be, oh, I was reading this guy's thing where he said the trouble is they don't understand radio is what he was saying, which is true about people that do podcasts these days. And a lot of people that do radio these days, the youngins that NPR hires, fresh out of school, they don't know, they don't understand radio. Much of the show that this guy was talking about includes inside references, dropped phone calls, and phone calls on live radio will drop from time to time, but you don't keep going, you move on. Apparently they were saying things like, is the caller there? Hello? Are you there? Okay, please turn down your radio. How many times have we heard that? Anybody who's listened to radio for five seconds know you're not supposed to turn your radio up when you're waiting to go live on the air. And this, apparently this financial show, the guy was reading out loud from the Wall Street Journal, which if you are a financial expert, you wouldn't really be reading that Just reading it Maybe If you read a little of it And then editorialized And brought your experience into it Well that's what people want Is your experience But apparently this guy wasn't doing it And then this person was also making references To things they said 30 minutes ago Which is like you're you were driving along in the car And all of a sudden You made a U-turn And you went back But wait a minute Weren't we going to Vegas? Why are you turning around right here? We, we haven't made it to Vegas yet So when podcasters Radio people Start repeating something They said 30, 30 minutes ago That's just not good radio And then he says a bunch of other stuff About artificial intelligence And the relevant Relevancy in radio But he summed it up With something I thought Was very interesting And it was said by a guy Who delivers a traffic report Now traffic reports on the radio Seem very odd and problematic At this moment When you have Google Maps On your phone The Google Maps app Whatever they call it now Maps Everybody's got it Everybody uses it when a radio station gives a traffic report, nine times out of 10, they are not talking about the spot, the freeway, the highway that you're on. And this one traffic guy in Orlando that this person quotes, Dan O'Neill, he says, there is nothing more irrelevant than a traffic report for traffic you're not in. Yes, so all of that was fascinating to me And I wish somebody would listen to this podcast That would understand <laughs> That if they are themselves doing a podcast Not to do those things Not to have the background noise The ad added echo of the room Get the room noise down Watch out for words like right Or sorta or kinda or like 
and watch the uhs and just be a better radio announcer, presenter, podcaster is what I'm saying. Well, that may not pertain to you, but if you listen to podcasts, it does pertain to you because you are listening and hearing these people like that. And if you do hear people like that, please call me and let me know and let's call these people out. Let's shine the light in the shadows and bring out those folks that are guilty of these things. Call me at 510-228-4640. That's 510-228-4640. And if I said that too fast, it's at my website, mikesdailypodcast.com. Plus, you can just hit rewind. Now, I mentioned I worked in Alabama in 2007 and eight and I liked it there I would go back but apparently something very sad happened four people were killed 28 were injured in an Alabama birthday party shooting and this included teenagers in the people injured this was last night investigators are now imploring people to come forward with information Witnesses said the shooting occurred at a 16th birthday party at Mahogany Masterpiece Dance Studio. That's in... Oh. This is a little music interlude. Because things got really heavy and sad there. Okay. Dadeville, I have not been to. I don't know where that is. I'll have to look that up. But witnesses reported hearing multiple gunshots... And seeing people running and screaming from the building. Oh, the total number of people shot was initially reported as more than 20 during a Sunday press conference. Sergeant Burkett confirmed 20 people were injured. And some of them are in critical condition. And very sad news. And it's, it's strange because... It's happening now in states that maybe you wouldn't expect this sort of thing. What? Just wanted to pass that along to you. Um, the Dadeville, let's see. It is located just. Oh, very, very close to the middle. Oh, it's the middle right. You're almost on your way to Columbus, Georgia. Columbus. Columbus. Is Columbus in Alabama or Georgia? Honestly, I did not really explore this part of Alabama. I was mostly in the north. But that's so sad. Dadeville, Alabama. Alabama. People are kind and friendly and lots of beautiful nature. Lots of history. And to have that happen there is terrible. I'm sorry to hear. And more about that story will come out in the days ahead. But also, uh, there was in Washington a ferry, one of those ferry boats. It ran aground. And an off-duty U.S. Navy sailor helped the passengers get off the boat. Now, what's crazy is there are, in Washington... Cars are on the ferries They also shuttle the cars That's how people get around Because of all the islands And the fjords And the waterways A four engine jumbo class ferry Named the Walla Walla 
ran aground yesterday afternoon in near Bainbridge Island. Oh, I know someone who lived there, west of Seattle. It departed from Bre- Bremerton. Ah, I've been there before. I went to a wedding there. I was the uh, music, the DJ at a wedding in Bremerton at a beautiful little um, country farm. And somebody brought beer that they made. Oh, it was a wonderful time. 2009, 2010 is when I went there. Bremerton. Wow. So it departed from Bremerton. I've been on that ferry, actually. Officials believe a generator on the ship failed, shutting off the power and causing an earthquake-like sensation to the passengers. Yikes. When we impacted, it felt like an earthquake. We shuffled around. It moved everyone around and everyone was confused, said one of the passengers. Then Sailor Jacob Stroud said that many U.S. service members stationed at Naval Base Kitsap and Bremerton were aboard during the time dozens of Navy personnel were reportedly headed to the submarine ball in Seattle. Remember, it was National Submarine Day last week. And they were going to that ball that's happening today. Stroud said that several service members helped passengers on the stranded vessel. It was just second nature at that point. It was a different boat with different people, Stroud said. We all kind of worked together and helped everyone do put on life jackets and guide them to where they needed to go. The U.S. Coast Guard Pacific Northwest confirmed that all 596 passengers and 15 crew members on board were rescued by vessels from Kitsap Fast Ferry. Without injury There were also 175 cars Stuck on the ship They were all successfully removed Today And Stroud said That he had to wait 18 hours To get his car back But at least it didn't sink That is one of the most Beautiful ferry rides Wow And here in the Bay Area We got some amazing Ferry rides too If you go from The ferry building In San Francisco Over to Sausalito, it is such a beautiful trip. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Masters, Madam Ruth Begon. Yes, I am not that puppet that you saw in that solid gold video. Oh, oh yeah. So my lovely lady friend and I were watching a solid gold music. Uh, well, it's a video on YouTube of what they used to do is count down like the biggest hits of the week. And they'd sometimes have... The actual people that did the songs there And for this particular video Which was New Year's Eve of 1982 They had the top 40 of the year And a lot of performers were there Including John Mellencamp He was going by John Cougar back then in 1982 There was Olivia Newton-John Rick Springfield Men at Work and Laura Branigan. What was fascinating? Oh, and Melissa Manchester, because she had that song. You should hear what they talk about you. What was fascinating was so many women were on the charts that year. The Motels, Quarter Flash, those are uh, female singer led. Bands, The Go-Go's were big that year too They performed And there, of all the women You didn't see any Let's just say extra flesh No suggestive outfits The women were dressed 
Well, a lot of them were dressed like pirates. I don't quite understand that. But n- there was definitely no sexy fashion vibe thing going on. No uh, fashion mistakes or what do we call them? mishaps, errors, whatever the Janet Jackson thing was that I can't think of at the moment. But yes, none of that. It was, it was everybody looked so classy. <laughs> what happened? This is 1982. I told somebody at work about this and they said, well, I'll tell you what happened. Madonna happened. 1984. And then we start seeing more leg. And they're wearing like, well, you know who was wearing leotards in 1982 on Solid Gold were the Solid Gold dancers. Now they were showing some flesh, some skin that was going on with the dancers. And the dancers come out whenever they can't get the performer to, to perform or maybe they run out of money. So then they have the Solid Gold dancers do a little performance to the music, to the song, as they play the song. I was thinking and telling my lovely lady friend, there is no way a show like that could be on television today. First, you have to pay for all the songs so you don't get copyright infringement. Then you got to pay for the artists to actually show up and perform. And then you got to pay for those dancers because they have so many dancers. And then all the outfits. Oh, and in Madame Rutabaga, to your existence, there was the puppet known as Madame there. I don't know her. Ooh. Well, she's this... I don't think the puppeteer who does her anymore <laughs> is alive. But yeah, it was a puppet. Looked like an old lady. That's <laughs> what the point was, I guess. And then she talks about how she she reminisces about all the loves that she had in the 1940s. And all these love affairs she had with these people, these big names from the golden age of uh, the screen days. Did you like the golden days of movies? The golden years? Yes. Did you enjoy the puppets? Yes. Do you like these questions? No. Yeah, they're not really well formed. Probably not my best interview with you, Madame Rudebega. That's okay, Michael Masu. I know you're trying to tell a story. Oh. It is true, I am. I'm trying to tell you about Solid Gold. And it fascinated me to no end in 1982 how many bands there were. There were so many bands. There's no bands on the top 40 anymore. I think Maroon 5 is about it. Who else is there? The Jonas Brothers, I guess you could call a band. Sort of. But it's mostly artists on their own. There, uh, Glass Animals had a hit song recently. Yeah, there's very few bands left. Uh, well, Imagine Dragons. But yeah, 1982. Go watch this because you'll say, wow. Yeah, Mike is right. There's no women out there singing, dancing in their bras. The, oh, Laura Branigan was showing a little bit of leg, the late Laura Branigan, but she sang Gloria. Gloria! And the number one song... Oh, and Lionel Richie was there singing Truly on the piano. The number one song was... uh, Oh, yeah, Chicago was big then. What was number one? (laughs) I'm building it up, and I completely forgot what number one was. It'll come to me in one moment. Don't worry. First, let's say hi to these other people. 
Hello, Dave, Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Doer! Mike, was it Michael Jackson at number one in 1982? They. Yeah, we're full of excitement and anticipation. Well, it wasn't Journey, even though they had open arms in the top 20. It was, uh, uh, Ray Parker Jr. had a song in the top 40 that year for 1982. It was I'm in Love with the Other Woman. And, oh, Air Supply was on the charts twice. And I don't know, I don't remember that song, what it was. One of them was, Tonight is not in my sweet dreams. Whoever, I forget how that song went. Yeah, it wasn't making love out of nothing at all, because I think that was a couple years later. All right, it'll come to me, but first, let's do the segment, Let's Let's Go go Back back with with Matthews. Matthews. To when radio was really cool. And this is not 1982. This is much later. This is 2002. So 20 years after that, 20 years before now, somewhere in the middle. And I was on a country station. And this was a show I did called the Santa Fe Cafe. And here is a little bit of it. I recently unearthed this from a cassette. And this is what I was doing then. In 2002, I believe we have the actual date. It was in, oh, between August and October of 2002. Okay, cafe question will be, are you an online pirate? Do you download all your music off the net? Here is Felix, the bus driver, taking us Next stop, the KHAY studio. Pat Michaels has left the building. As chairwoman of the reception committee, I welcome you with open arms. The following program is intended for mature audiences. The Ford Man at Simi Valley Ford for their end of summer clearance experience. Test drive five of our nation's top. Jamie O'Neill on 100.7 KHAY. This holiday, don't be afraid to take the keys away from anyone who shouldn't be on the roadways of Ventura County. Don't drink and drive a message from Team Transit Mix, Ventura County's fastest growing provider of ready mix concrete. The KHAY Cafe question, do you download all your music off the net? Aha! There you are, Bill, out on our patio tonight. That's right, Matt. You know what? I actually don't download anything off the net. Hmm. I can't be doing anything illegal. They still watch me like a hawk. Okay. You know, because I got in that little bit of trouble. You got in trouble? Yeah, Matt, come on. Don't you know I got in a big bunch of trouble? Oh, I didn't um, know about that. Yeah, that's why I didn't go to Anna Nicole Smith's party tonight. She... That's right, she had a party at 7 o'clock. Anna, I'm so sorry I missed your party. Uh, no, actually, it started a little bit after 8 because they had to situate the cameras and everything. Oh, I could have... Don't worry about it, Matt. I heard she didn't have any chips. Oh, that would have sucked. It's the Judds on K. Aw, Naomi. And Anna Nicole Smith is gone, too. Ah, oh. You know... Bill's still with us as of this recording. But 
that was actually Anna Nicole Smith. I would pull. Oh, hi. This is Mike, by the way, here in in 2023. (laughs) Here we are at the present day. Uh, Yes. I would grab. There was a service that we had where you could grab sound effects. People would grab uh, actualities and sound bites from different people and they'd write the story out. And you would play the sound effect. This is what they do on most news radio stations today, even. And yeah, and there was Anna Nicole Smith saying that about her party, whatever party she was having. Oh, and you know what the song was? The number one song in 1982? Yes. The namesake of my cat, Rocky. Because <laughs> he has the eye of the tiger. That's why we named him. Rocky, but yes, Survivor. And he's a survivor too because he was the only cat to survive his litter uh, in Hayward. And Hayward is also where The Rock came from. So all that ties back to Rocky. And Survivor had the number one song with The Eye of the Tiger. Okay. One more. Let's hear some, a little bit more of this. Let's go back with Matthews and this wonderful time in 2002. 100.7 KJY, Matt Michaels at the Kehei Santa Fe Cafe. And do you download all your music off the net? That's the Kehei Cafe question. Madam, what am I Madam, what's up with this room? What happened to your back room? Masho, I had that lady from Trading Spaces, the one with the red hair, when she said an accent, read it. Oh. Masho, I hate it. Oops, she's still in the room. Um, ma'am, I, I love the room. I Actually, I hate that one part. Ow! Master, she won't listen to any of my input. I wanted the whole room pink, but she made it yellow. Ow! Mm-hmm. Master, she's violent. Um, G. Thurman is singing his new one, Somebody Like You. Was Were we talking about Paige Davis there? I think so. And Keith Urban, speaking of the Go-Go's, I mentioned the Go-Go's earlier. We Got the Beat was a big hit in 1982. So she, they were on the, the countdown I mentioned earlier. Two of the band members from the Go-Go's, Jane Weedlin and Charlotte Caffrey, wrote a huge song with Keith Urban that ended up being his first number one. Not the one we were just hearing there, but it was a song called But For The Grace Of God. And there was that little bit of info. One more thing. And he's still putting music out and still married to Nicole Kidman. As far as I know. Yeah, the live version of Tracy Barrett, 10 rounds, Jose Cuervo, 100.7, K-H-A-Y. And it's Matt Michaels. I'm at the K-H-A Santa Fe Cafe. Jesse? Hi, Matt. There were a lot of people outside. They were trying to get in, but I told them to go away because this is not the Anna Nicole Smith party. Okay. Yeah. Anna, by the way, wanted to tell you that the party was not at 7. Oh, it wasn't? Uh, No, actually, it started a little bit after 8 because they had to situate the cameras and everything. Matt, that didn't even sound like Anna Nicole Smith. I'm telling you. Yeah, maybe not. John Michael Montgomery has a new song. Let's play it now. Oh, John Michael Montgomery. He did all those romantic ballads on the country radio 
in 2002 and the 90s. And that's a little bit of Let's Go Back with Matthews. What did you think of that era? Did you actually hear me on the radio back then? Were you in Ventura County at that time? I did that show for 11 years, so maybe you did. 510-228-4640. We didn't play the same songs for those 11 years. I mean, every night was different. But yeah, okay, you got that. Just like every podcast is different, except we always have that same song, but the lyrics do change every show at the beginning of Mike's Daily Podcast. And with more ways to reach me, 510-228-4640, and other ways to reach me, it's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.